Welcome to the worship podcast from the Sanctuary of Davis Lutheran Church. I'm Pastor Jeff Irwin with Lama Akmena, our music director and organist. Well, the most recognizable verse in the Bible is part of our gospel reading this week. For God so loved the world, John 3, 16. Maybe we need to simply sit with that truth a while and let it sink in that God is in love with us. So what musical selections have you made this episode, Lama? So hymns will be Amazing Grace and Lead Me, Guide Me. And I will play a little melody composed by Florence Beatrice Price, African-American composer. And I will play the origin of life from the Hildegard organ cycle by Frank Faircoff. Excellent. Okay, enjoy the worship podcast this week.
The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit is with you all. Let us pray. God, rich in mercy, by the humiliation of your Son, you lifted up this fallen world and rescued us from the hopelessness of death. Lead us into your light, that all our deeds may reflect your love through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. Scripture reading comes from Numbers chapter 21, verses 4 through 9. From Mount Hor they set out by the way of the Red Sea to go around the land of Edom, but the people became impatient on the way. The people spoke against God and against Moses. Why have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For there is no food and no water, and we detest this miserable food. Then the Lord sent poisonous serpents among the people, and they bit the people, so that many Israelites died. The people came to Moses and said, We have sinned by speaking against the Lord and against you. Pray to the Lord to take away the serpents from us. So Moses prayed for the people. And the Lord said to Moses, Make a poisonous serpent and set it on a pole, and everyone who is bitten shall look at it and live. So Moses made a serpent of bronze and put it on a pole. And where, whenever a serpent bit someone, that person would look at the serpent of bronze and live. Word of God, word of life. Gospel, according to John, the second chapter. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish but may have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Those who believe in him are not condemned, but those who do not believe are condemned already, because they have not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And this is the judgment, that the light has come into the world, and people loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For all who do evil hate the light, and do not come to the light, so that their deeds may not be exposed. But those who do what is true come to the light, so it may be clearly seen that their deeds have been done in God. This is the Gospel of the Lord. How do I love thee? Let me count the ways. I love thee to the depth and breadth and height my soul can reach when feeling out of sight for the ends of being and ideal grace. Elizabeth Barrett Browning's tender and soothing words reflect the all-encompassing character of love. 
Maybe even our words about love are a reflection of the divine love, and maybe these words could well be placed in the mouth of God. How do I love thee? Let me count the ways. How do I love thee? The poem may have been learned in an English class in high school or maybe college, but you really don't see it on billboards or posters. But John 3.16 shows up in many public places and printed on t-shirts, hoisted on posters at sporting events, etched on jewelry. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. This singular verse has become the central message of Christian faith. And this truth is not undeserved. The power of this verse is undeniable. This is the good news that was shared with Nicodemus, that God is in love with us. But the sentimentality of love is a misnomer. God's love is active and seen in forgiveness and justice. The love talk passage makes little sense without the background story from Numbers 21. If you recall in that story, the Israelites became impatient on their way to the promised land. Still in the wilderness after their departure from Egypt and inconsolable with no food or water, they complained against God and Moses. It is a test of sorts. Which is the more powerful desire and urge, hunger and the possibility of dying of hunger and thirst, or the power of love? As the Israelites complained to God and Moses, consequently terrible serpents appeared, bit the people, and several are killed by the poisonous snake bites. When they repented, admitting that they had spoken against God and Moses, the Lord told Moses to make a serpent and set it on a pole so that anyone who had been bitten might look at it and live. The serpent was both a mark of God's frustration and anger and God's mercy and compassion. The God of love would save them if they would look upon the image of that which had brought about their death. And Jesus said to Nicodemus, to gaze upon the Son of Man lifted up calls for belief for the sake of eternal life. God wants to save people by calling upon them to fix their eyes on the serpent. Now God would save people by having them fix their eyes in belief upon Jesus lifted up. God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Or, in this way, God loved the world. John 3.16 is not the volume of God's love or how much God loved the world. John 3.16 tells us the way God loved the world. God deeply loves the world and God longs for this creation to live free and fearless. Fearless and free of poisonous snakes. Fearless and free of everything that tears us away from God's love for us. That was Jesus' announcement. I'm here because the God who loved those cranky, scared Israelites loves you when you are cranky and scared. He set me to tell you, to show you. How do I love thee? Let me count the ways. Certainly Nicodemus and we struggle with the height, depth, and breadth of God's love. 
God's love is light in the dark, life in death, love in hate. A gaze of belief when confounded with doubt. How do I love thee? Let me count the ways. I love thee to the depth and breadth and height my soul can reach when feeling out of sight for the ends of being and ideal grace. I love thee to the level of every day's most quiet need by sun and candlelight. I love thee freely as men strive for right. I love thee purely as they turn from praise. I love thee with a passion put to use in my old griefs and with my childhood's faith. I love thee with a love I seemed to lose with my lost saints. I love thee with the breath, smiles, tears of all my life. And if God choose, I shall love thee better after death. Prayers of Intercession. This week's response is, Have mercy, O God. Relying on the promises of God, we pray boldly for the church, the world, and all in need. You sent your Son that the world might be saved through him. Inspire the witness of the church throughout the world. Empower missionaries, Bible translators, and ministries of service in your name. Bless our partners in ministry, our ELCA global partner churches, and young adults in global mission. Hear us, O God. From east to west, your steadfast love is shown. 
Nourish seas and deserts, wilderness areas and cities. Give water to thirsty lands. Nurture spring growth that feeds hungry creatures. Bless farmers as they prepare for the growing season. Hear us, O God. You sustained your people in the wilderness. Give courage to all who lead in times of crisis and scarce resources. Prosper the work of those who aid victims of famine and drought. Bring peace in places where scarce resources cause violence. Hear us, O God. Your mercy endures forever. Deliver all who cry to you, especially those who are hungry or without homes. Give life in places where death seems triumphant. Give healing to those who are sick and comfort to those who mourn. Hear us, O God. By grace, we have been saved. Fill this congregation to overflowing with that grace that we show mercy to others. Nourish any in our midst who are hungry, especially children, and bless our ministries of feeding and shelter. Give us patience and courage when the way seems long. Hear us, O God. Remembering God, you carry us along the way, providing us what we need when we need it. We remember those we have carried with us this week, those on our prayer chain and those we each pray for now. Let us pray. Your son was lifted up that whoever believes might have eternal life. We praise you for all who have died in Christ. Bring us with all the saints into the fullness of your promises. Hear us, O God. We entrust ourselves and all our prayers to you, O faithful God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The peace of the Lord is with you always.
for listening to the worship podcast. Make this week a blessed one. If you uh, are getting your COVID shot this week, wonderful. Um, if you've already had them, fantastic. For those of you who still are waiting, like myself, um, patience is the word of the day. So we will all get our turns. Have a blessed week. Thanks again for listening to the Worship Podcast.
This podcast has been produced in compliance and under the licenses from CCLI and Augsburg Fortress.